Raymond's Deliberate, Purposeful. Practice Club. By Raymond, Elizabeth, Lynette Bietel. This post is a dialogue. Introduction. So. I have a theory of feedback loop first rationality. It has a lot of parts. I think each part is promising on its own, and I have a dream that they interconnect into something promising and powerful. I also have a standard, which is that you should be able to tell if it's helping. One of those parts, I think a hope, is the generalized skill of deliberate practice. That is, the meta skill of 1. Noticing that your goals are bottlenecked on some kind of skill, or skills. 2. Figuring out what those specific skills are. 3. Figuring out who can teach you those skills, or, how to teach them to yourself. 4. Creating an explicit practice regime. 5. Actually putting in the work to practice. 6. Noticing when your practice isn't working, and figuring out how to troubleshoot your process. I do not currently have this meta skill. I am kind of betting that it exists, based on reading books like Peak, talking with Romeo Stevens, and reading stories like Laszlo Polgar who methodically taught his daughters chess. I think I've made progress in the two months I've been working on it, but that progress hasn't translated into, I quickly gained multiple skills, yet, which is the standard I feel like I should set for, this is actually working well enough that other people should be paying attention. I'm experimenting with using this my dialogue format for journaling my explorations here. I'm inviting a few people I know well to be top-level dialogue participants. Everyone else is welcome to follow along in the comments, and note down their own deliberate practice experiments. This will include a mixture of high-level theory, and day-to-day -day practice notes. Raymond. Okay, reviewing some of my goals here. Here are things that feel like valuable end goals in and of themselves. Here's a list of bullet points. I want to get better at prioritizing projects at Litecone. Right now I feel very in the dark about whether anything we do is even helping. I have some guesses for the subskills here. I want to figure out whether slash to what degree the meta-deliberate practice skill can meaningfully be applied to research, alignment research in particular, but also generally. Get better at programming. Get better at emotional regulation. Moderately often, I get somewhat annoyed about something and it makes a conversation go worse, or, builds up some small resentments over time. Get better at sleeping, somehow. Get better at downwell, a game that I have struggled with beating for a long time, quickly. This one is mostly for fun. That's the end of the list. The actual point of this project are the first two bullets. The thing I feel most excited about rationality for, compared to, like, learning specific skills, or other frameworks for dealing with problems, is to solve problems that are confusing, or having an accurate map of the world is likely to be your primary bottleneck. The latter bullets are things I care about, but I'm mostly interested in them right now from a lens of looking for things that seem genuinely worth doing that feel more tractable to practice. Some particular subskills that I feel interested in practicing but mostly because I believe they somehow help with the above. Get better at making calibrated forecasts, related to decisions I care about. Get better at thinking physics problems, I think of this as a testing ground for some subskills related to research. Estimation, that is find concrete things to practice estimating, with an eye for getting better at estimating value of fuzzy projects. Alex underscore tear. I want to make a terminological note that may not be that helpful, but it is at least related and might be interesting. 
I recently read Peak, which is the Popsi book by K. Anders Ericsson, the discoverer of deliberate practice. In it, he uses another related term, which is purposeful practice. My memory from reading the book is that the only difference between them is that deliberate practice equals purposeful practice using a pre-existing training regime that is known to be effective. I think part of his reason for making this distinction is that, even if you do everything else right via purposeful practice, high focus, rapid feedback, well-defined goal, pushing your comfort zone, you could spend your whole life doing that and, although you would get really far, you could get dramatically farther by following a training regime that all the previous purposeful practicers figured out was the best. And so you should spend a lot of resources looking for experts, mentors, etc. I'd guess that what you, Ray, will be doing is almost always the purposeful practice version. Raymond. Yeah, I ran into the purposeful-slash-deliberate distinction recently, it was actually before I started writing this dialogue prologue, but it felt sort of effortful to add the extra distinction and I was lazy, uneasy face. I've included the distinction in some of the in-person deliberate practice club stuff I've done. Heading. Raymond playing Downwell. I had been pretty excited about coming back to Downwell, after trying vaguely deliberate practice shape things with it for years without seeing rapid progress. There's an image here, described as Downwell laser. Unfortunately, after a month of trying pretty hard practicing a bunch, I have still failed to get much better at it. I did become very aware of lots of little subskills I'm missing. I think part of the problem is I actually really need my peak cognitive-slash-reflexive hours of the day to have a shot at improving at the game, and I just can't really spare them from other more important things. Downwell is a reflex game where you're, air, going down a well. You can shoot bullets out of your boots, which a, kill monsters below you, b, slow your fall, allowing you to control your speed. You need to fall through, four, zones, each one three levels long, and then beat a final boss. There's a variety of power-ups and mechanics that add complexity. At first I focused on beating the whole game, but found there was a lot of different things to track which made it hard to actually practice any given skill. I set the intermediate goal of be able to reliably beat stage 1 of hard mode, without taking any damage. I feel like I got slightly better at this at my peak, but it was hard to sustain, and I don't think I hit a stage where it was demonstrably clear that I was really better instead of getting into the zone once or twice. List of things I tried. Here's a list of bullet points. Practicing jumping back and forth, precisely. Recording videos of myself and watching them in slow motion. Taking notes about what caused me to take damage each time and what actions I could have taken instead. Watching videos of speedrunners. Looking up strategy notes on the Downwell Wiki. Translating my observations into the Downwell Wiki. Practicing only falling, no jumping, or landing on enemies' heads to kill them. Practicing looking briefly at each new object that enters the field. Practicing focusing on negative space that is tracking each place where the monsters aren't. Practicing keeping track of how many bullets I had fired, so I was never surprised by running out of them. That's the end of the list. Overall. I feel like I gained lots of little awarenesses of things, and I even feel like I learned a lot of specific new skills, but somehow it didn't translate into getting noticeably reliably better. Alex underscore Tear. Whoa. 
I'm really surprised you didn't improve much after a month and tried all those specific things. That list is basically exactly the kind of thing that I would expect to work. Out of curiosity, I'm going to brainstorm a list of possible explanations I can think of. Here's a list of bullet points. You have hit your inherent skill limit at this particular activity, maybe because it's reaction time based and your reaction time is fixed. This particular activity has an improvement curve such that improvements take longer than a month. You got really unlucky when choosing that particular set of skills to practice, and if you practiced another similar list of 10 things, you would have gotten noticeably better in a month. Potential improvement is secretly building up inside you but will cash out in performance in a bigger burst. You're doing it too intensely, and more slash different breaks slash spacing would have been better. Your sleep is bad so your brain never consolidates forward slash propagates the lessons from the practice. You are actually getting better, but just measuring it badly. You have a psycholocial resistance to getting better at this game, okay now, I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel, note I am not babbling here. That's the end of the list. Raymond. My sleep has actually been fairly bad this month so that hypothesis is not crazy. Another major hypothesis. I would often play while tired at the end of the day, because, well, it's fun and my impulse control is poor then. I've heard that can train bad habits. I'm currently anxious about that maybe undoing all the good, and this might generalize to like my entire life. That all said. This past week, I started to get a feeling of downwell skills solidifying. It still hasn't translated into being persistently better but there's a particular mode I sometimes enter where I seem to do better, and I think I can tell when I am and am not in the mode. The difficulty appears to be that there's like three skills I needed to access that mode, which is something like Ability to quickly fall. Knowledge, in your muscles, of when slash how to dodge various kinds of configurations of enemies. Ability to notice when it's time to stop falling. Ability to not get sucked into the alternate playstyle where you're not falling. Habit of frequently, briefly landing to restock your bullets, which you can spend to slow your fall as well as shoot enemies. Basically no single mode of playing the game seems sufficient. A central element of downwell is that, when there's overwhelming stuff all around you, it's usually safer to just let yourself fall rather than try to deal with all the overwhelming stuff. You fall very fast, so you will easily outrun all the monsters around you and most of the time you'll end up in a section of the well where there are fewer complications to deal with. The problem is that you fall very fast, which means you'll eventually accidentally hit something dangerous when falling at speed. There is a simple, elegant way to play the game where you're always falling, and there's a simple, elegant way to play the game where you're always landing on enemies' heads and building up combo points, which give you more resources, which help you later in the game. I find hovering in the blurry lines between these two playstyles fairly challenging. What I find most confusing is I feel like there's some kind of conservation of damage I take. I've gained little subtle bits of skill over the past month and a half. I'm confident that I now have the ability to jump between two monsters that are coming at me from slightly different angles, where before I would have just had no ability to escape. I'm confident that I've learned how to not accidentally jump. I used to be very trigger-happy with the jump-slash-bullet button, such that I'd accidentally jump up into a monster right above me. But I kept, seeming to reach level 4, with roughly the same variation in how much damage I took. 
I think maybe there's just variation on how tired slash attentionful I am, which dominates, and the skill I was gaining was just smaller than that variation. This article was narrated by Type 3 Audio for Less Wrong. It was first published on November 14, 2023. To report an issue or give feedback on this narration, go to t3a.is.